Thanks again for tuning back in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Man, this is volume number 65 of the Quarantine Lean Edition, man. I mean, we getting on up there. Um, Something crossed my mind today or over the weekend. A good friend of mine on Facebook had posted to the people that's from Chicago Stop posting that you're safe if you weren't even there. So I'm like, okay. People are clout chasing low key. But then come to find out there was a party going on. And it seems though that the party was lit too. I mean, it's a lot of people. Saving between 40 to 50 people at least. And all of a sudden, Man, gunshots rang out. Somebody had a semi-automatic weapon. And about four people died. You know, several more wounded. Several more hurt because it was complete pandemonium. R.I.P. to the people that and their families, you know, that passed away. I guess what my thing is right now, George Floyd's family just received $27 million. For his wrongful death, as they should. And there was just a third degree murder charge that was brought up against the officer or officers going through trial. On a prior podcast, I had mentioned the Black Lives Matter movement raised about $90 million, you know, from the police brutality murders of, you know, Mike Brown, George Floyd, you know, it's several others. Tamir Rice, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. I just, I just named three off the top of my head that we know. Trayvon Martin, well, that wasn't police brutality, but that was, you know, these things actually happen. Um, Orlando Christias. Um, the this was in New York, um, in Louisiana when they choked the dude. Um, Brianna Taylor. You know, these are these are names that just starts to pop up in my mind, <clears throat> and in no way. Am I trying and am I going to try to defend what happened to them? So here we have two sides of the spectrum. Right. Four innocent people 
just got killed. Gunned down. They weren't bothering nobody. They weren't hurting nobody. Okay, now we understand Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, who was basically hunted. They hunted him down. Um, George Floyd. All of these things are brutal. I guess my question is, is that we raise so much of awareness on police brutality that when things like this go on, our community, the black community, the African-American community looks at it like, I wanted to take a moment of silence because nobody is really saying shit. Are you kidding me? This is alarming. Can you imagine how traumatized these people are? Their lives, it's changed forever. Some of them may need counseling for the next 10 to 15 years. Some of them may not even like to go into places that are crowded anymore. Some of them probably can't even understand or can't stand to hear certain sounds or screaming or yelling. Because they're traumatized, y'all. This doesn't happen in, in Chicago alone. Los Angeles. Cleveland. Indianapolis. Baton Rouge. Dallas, Texas. Houston, Texas. Atlanta, Georgia. Decatur, Brooklyn. Do you know some guys attacked a girl and held this woman's down and bit her face off? Was biting on this woman's face? A group of black men did this. In their 20s. Come on, y'all. And when I say. When I'm bringing this shit up. Everybody's like, but no, man, that's different. They was killed by police. I'm like. And. They still dead. We understand that the police is against us. Let's start there. Let's make no mistake about we understand that the police is against us. What we don't understand is, is why are these people being so 
aggressive toward innocent people. And they are willing to go to extreme lengths. So say, for instance, if it's gang activity or drug activity. Who shoots up into a party of almost 40 to 50 people? This is something that needs to be checked. In the dough. It was like, you know what? We need to know who did that shit. Because guess what? <clears throat> if we don't, then guess what? Do you know what they're going to start doing? Which they already have. Brutally murdering and killing older people. They already have. It's not on the rise, but don't you get it twisted. Every year, one of these young dudes break into an older person's house. Bet your last dollar on that. Sometimes, if they don't kill them, if it's a woman, if it's an older woman, they brutally rape the woman and try to take everything that this woman got. Hold on. If it's a man, they try to take his life. They get into the point now where they are shooting children. And we're still sitting around as a community like. Like everything is kumbaya. It's not, though. These things are not normal. But then. Check this out, though. But if a if a cop kills a black person, you know what? There is going to be marches on Washington. There's going to be riots, everything. But when something like this happens, you don't hear the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm explaining this. Oh, well, they're not for that. What? I don't give a fuck what they for. They got that. They say black lives matter. And we should also say it as well. Our community is seeing too many tragedies. Our young boys are attacking themselves with guns and shooting each other down. So let me make this correlate. Let me make a correlation right now. No wonder why the, sui the suicide rate is up among African-American girls and boys. Because you want to know why? Because they understand that that shit is real. And they may be trying to take their own life to protect their own family. Could be if somebody is getting bullied. This is not something that we can wrap up and just say, oh, yeah, whatever. 
All races are doing it. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Not when you got the Asian community quietly saying that African-Americans are being are being aggressive with them. No, no, no. Not when not when um, Nick Cannon can't even quote his own thought about the Jewish community and they uh, 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 you say that about us no more. We're not like y'all. The Hispanic community is pretty much quiet, but they but they walk in silence and they move in action. Hey, man, look here, don't you come over here and disrespect our culture. And here we are. And I hate to say it. But I'm going to say it. Here we are. We're watching. We're watching it. On Instagram, we're watching it on Facebook Live. We're watching it everywhere to where petty beefs are being blown up to the point to where people are getting guns and they're shooting and killing people. And instead of our leadership saying, well, who can we hold accountable for that? We can't hold nobody accountable for that. We see the police, though. What? I said that we need us as a people need to do so much of healing within and reconnect with our sister and brother. I could guarantee you one thing. If a Jewish person goes from New York to Chicago. They're not going to be afraid if they're coming from Brooklyn to a Chicago when they go back to their community. Maybe a Latino, maybe. But it's not as though that they're going to be greeted with aggression and disrespect. When they walk and see somebody that looks just like them. Something happened to me the other day and I won't and I won't forget it. In Chicago, there's something that's called an Italian beef. Those things are, oh, my God, super good. Right. And um, so I go in the store, I order me an Italian beef. It's an older lady. That's in the store as well. She's waiting on the food. I'm getting poor customer service. The lady is pissing me off. All the prices um, on the wall was incorrect. So I'm thinking I'm ordering. I'm, I'm spending $11. But in actuality, I'm almost spending $13. So. The lady looks at me and she moves. So old, old black woman. She's probably in her 50. She moved. She was like, no disrespect, but I think the lady was scared. Instead of us greeting each other with a term of endearment. 
She moved to the other side of the room. Let me say this and some, let me say this clearly. If somebody from a white neighborhood moves and I'm talking about all across the country, they could move from a part of San Antonio, Texas to Boca Raton, Florida. And they go to their community. They're not going to be met with aggression, y'all. They're not going to be threatened with their life. They're not going to think, oh, shit, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me check the corner. What these dudes over here doing? They're not going to be thinking that. Our community is like that. To the point, and this is why I said the check-in shit is bullshit. To the point to where if you go someplace and you go to another area, you got to check in with somebody just to make sure that you safe. And even with that bullshit, they might try to rob you if you a person of stature. This shit is for real. And we wonder, as a group of people, and I think that we have to we have to look at this, we have to just simply be honest. Is God gonna bless us while we killing each other? And nobody says nothing. Nobody is saying, hey, dude, hey, man, you know what? We got to come together all over the United States. Say, hey, man, look. Moving forward, we don't want y'all to go to jail. We want the best for y'all, man. Put these motherfucking guns down. Put these guns down and start doing something different, man. Start fighting at least. I can support a good fight. Salute Marcus Banner. He started something in Elgin, Illinois. Put the guns down. Put the hands up. Get out here and box it out in the ring. I could, I could get with that. Because, and I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real here. A lot of these things is based on gang banging and drug selling. Just be honest. A lot of the songs now are very, very violent and aggressive. Lord knows I love to get ratchet. I'm 43 years old right now, though. I'm starting to like not be able to relate. Pushisty, that's the dude. But let's be honest. The song that he's talking about, Get It In Blood, he's talking about when he stole something from a rival and he's basically inviting them to come shoot it out. Hey, Pooh, that's cool and everything, but hey, listen here, my guy. That shit other kids is hearing, and they shooting it out. Somebody just, somebody just, 
somebody just got killed or they found somebody dead in the strop in Bastrop, Louisiana. So for the ones of people that are just saying, well, oh, you know, it's natural. It's not. Everybody does it. Black on black crime is real. And it's a problem and it's a cancer to our community. Now, we can say everything that we want to say. But I'm going to tell you what I feel is the truth. A tree is only going to produce the fruit that it bears. Right now, we're bearing on one side of the tree, we are bearing some not not so good fruit. Yeah. And we have to change the seeds that we plant. That's the only way. Now, do I think that we can stop all violence? No, we're not trying to stop all violence. And that would be ignorant for me to even think like that. I'm talking about the violence of young black men. Can we make an impact? Yeah, I think we can. But if, the, if nobody is putting the word out. And says, you know what? Killing another black man ain't cool. Black people killing black people ain't cool. Simple as that. Work it out. We need to find better solutions. Yeah. I've always said it. I've never been with it. Over nothing. Over a thousand dollars. Over Gucci belts. Hell, even over five thousand. 10,000. These people have it in their minds. Oh, yeah, I'm a shooter. I'm an assassin. I'm out here on demon time. Real shit. They own the bullshit. And what we got to do is be like, hold on, bro. You really don't need to be out here on that, my guy. You truly ready to, you, are you truly ready to do time for killing another black man? For robbing another black man? Or a woman? Don't make no sense. Hell, I would much rather you try to rob a bank. Shit, at least you're going to get some money out of it. You're going to sit the rest of your days in jail and you didn't even get nothing. 
but a reputation that ain't going to carry your dumb ass nowhere. Because trust and believe, once you in jail, it is over with. You ain't going to be dealing with shit but booty bandits and cold ass food. I just wanted to put that out there, man. Black on black crime is a problem in our own neighborhood. And this shit need to be addressed ASAP. Check me, man. If y'all thinking that I'm wrong or whatnot, hey, check me, bro. I don't care. You know, get at me. Send me a message. You have ways to communicate with me on here. You know, maybe I'm too sensitive. Maybe I just got old, you know, and just want to stay in the house all the time. But shit, that's not it. I like to get out. I like to enjoy life. You see what I'm saying? But I'm also wiser as well. I never have toted a gun, by the way. Never in life. Never needed one. Because I'm always that cool. I'm J-Love. You hear me? So I never endorse guns, period. A semi-automatic weapon? Within a couple seconds? You can let off that burst? A hundred shots? In a minute? Nah. But I don't want to turn this into an anti-gun show. Because I do believe that all people have the right to bear arms. But man, I'd like to thank y'all again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid uh, podcast. We're on volume number 65. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hit me, man. Hit the... I was going to say hit the like button like I'm on YouTube or something. But I'm not. But uh, man, share the podcast, man. Give me some feedback. If y'all think black on black crime is not a problem or if it's not real or, you know, the violence that we see, you know, if it's just all bullshit, man, you know what? Y'all blast me on social media, man. Share the podcast and say, you know what? This dude don't know what the hell he talking about. But man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in again. Y'all could always find me on Twitter at um, Chicken and Kool-Aid Podcast. Um, also on Instagram, Virtual Hustle. Also uh, on Facebook at Thor Media. Um, and what's my last handle? Jerome Thornton on Facebook. It's all I love, man. I'm going to holler at y'all.